Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are here with your host. It's Mr. Budget Pedal Chap. That's me. Uh, we are on episode number 154 of the Fret Talk podcast. You are joined today, as ever, by the enigmatic, the mysterious and magical Mr. Matt Quine. Say hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. We're here. You are also joined by the one, the only, Mr. Ollie Miles of Ollie Miles Bloody Music. Check it out, Mr. Ollie Miles. Say hi. Hello. I mean, that I, I was geeing you up there, and that that was an anticlimactic hello, that was. <laughs> All right, let, do, 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 shall, we, shall we try again? Moment's hey, gone. Oh, like Moment's gone, mate. Moment's gone. <laughs> Uh, how are we all lads are we all right yeah Yeah. i'm good long day at work indeed i've had a long day of nothing lucky you i mean we can we can usually tell when you're uh when you're up to nothing because you can you can see on your instagram feed you're (laughs) pumping out the material I am on one every other day at the moment. Oh, yeah. That's my that's my aim, one every other day. I mean, since the last time you came on and we, we were chatting a little bit about um about Instagram after the cast. Um I've I've been I've been hitting Instagram hard. I've been giving it some arty photos and, and beautiful camera angles and, and whatnot of my of my various gears. Um so it's uh, it's it's been it's been a journey. Um, I've been writing those uh, those hashtags as well. Yeah, I that's I I feel horrible for using them, but they, yeah, they, it uh, makes you feel a bit dirty, doesn't it? Don't yeah, hashtag strategy. You're like, ooh, but then hmm. hashtag guitar. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, guitar guitars. <laughs> hashtag yeah. guitarist. Yep. Yeah, and then if you're feeling really, really uh, crazy, you can do like the the um, foreign versions as well. Guitarra, guitaras, guitar <laughs> with E R R E. If you I do, yeah, I do uh, one of those. Yeah. So there you go. That's a that's a little tip for you guys out and, there. And what happens when these people who can't speak English find your post and don't understand any of the words around it? Uh, a lot of my posts are visual. As long as you can look at a guitar and go, ooh, pretty, then, yeah, we're set. <laughs> I think most people can do that, I guess. Yeah, yeah. that's what the like button is for. So Indeed. We are in episode number 154. I reckon we are nigh on the three-year mark now. I need to double-check when our first one was, but I reckon we're nigh on the, the three-year mark, if not already over it. Um... And I think before we do before we do any like full cast stuff, we're going to do we're gonna do two things. We're gonna give a shout out to our patronizers. Um because it's been a while since we've done it at the start. So you're gonna get a, a an upfront shout out patronizers. That is uh Mr. Bimson, Mr. Yeomans, Mr. Christ, Mr. Richardson, Mr. Hugh G. Rection, and Mr. Fletcher. <laughs> <laughs> it's never not funny. It's one of those things. There you go. I was not expecting that. That got me off guard. That got it's, me off it's, guard. He's an actual patronizer. Yep. Ollie just wow. got caught off guard by Hugh Direction. 
<laughs> you heard it here first. I was, you said that as I was having a drink. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you so, animal. So there we go. We, that's that's our shout out to Patreon uh, for this week. A, a, a little preemptive. We'll do another one at the end of the, the podcast. Um, if you do want to support us, patreon.com slash talk. Yes, that's right. Patreon.com slash talk. Um, but the second thing that we're going to do um, to start off this week is I thought we'd, we'd mix it up a little bit, get ourselves warmed up for this podcastiness. We are going to do a shout, uh, a shout out kind of thing to one of the most awesome podcasts that I, I listen to. I know Matt listens to it as well. Um, the Tone Jerks, they do a segment called Bang, Marry, Kill. And we are going to do, we're going to open this bad boy with a Bang, Marry, Kill. Um, so, are you guys ready? Yeah, I suppose. Always, yeah, go on then. I mean, that is not the enthusiasm that I'm hoping for, for a Bang, Marry, You're gonna Kill. You're going to make me choose between <laughs> things that I don't want to choose between, aren't you? I know what you yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> He's evil. He's pure evil. He's going to be like, oh, do you want a 1959 Gibson Les Paul? Do you want a 1962? I don't know. Just Yeah, he's just going to ruin my life, yeah. isn't he? Do you want a 59 Les Paul, a 64 335, or a 57 Strat? Right, and so I'll say yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, please. That would be that would be grand. Right, so... <laughs> so, this, this Bang Murray kill is... I mean, you were close, pretty much. So, Strat, Telly, Les Paul. Don't do that to me. <laughs> so, you have you're to kill one of me, them. You're making me question my life choices right now. Because, yeah. like, I, I've, I've now got to think, do I be sensible or do I follow my heart? Like, is it I head or it. heart? I mean, uh, at some point you've got to follow your dick as well because you are... Banging one of them, so. Uh, So, it's going to be kill the strat. Yep. I mean, you're wrong, but yeah. Uh, Yeah. Bang the Les Paul. Okay. Marry the telly. Okay. Yeah. And what what brought you to that that conclusion? I'm not a big traditional strat fan. Okay. All the strats I like tend to be a little modded in one way or another. Okay. Uh, Les Paul, I like, but not all the time. Yeah. Anatelli has been a staple for the last, I don't know, five, six years of my playing. Yeah. And considering none of those were a uh, a satin finish PRS, <laughs> then. I can see my telly from here. Like, my, <laughs> my telly is, like, you know, five feet away from me. Yeah. I'm going a totally different route now. Bearing in mind that I talk about how that, like, my te- my Cabernet Telly is my number one guitar. Yeah. And there's like another Telly there and another Telly behind my head. I'm killing the Telly. I just like if I if I was to actually think about like I'm go I'm going with my head rather than my heart at the moment. Yeah. And if I was to actually actively think about it. I could live without a Telecaster. I don't think I could live without a Strat or a Les Paul. So I think I have to kill the Telly and then go and even more against everything that I feel and everything that I that it defines me as He's a musician. He's gonna do it. He's gonna do it. <laughs> I'm going to bang the Les Paul and marry the Strat. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, like 
the the thing that you marry has to be something that you can take to all situations. It has to be uh, it has to be an all round a guitar that you could use for all occasions. Yeah. And all you'd have to do to make the strat that is rip that bridge single coil out and put a humbucker in there. And there's, oh, there, was no, there was no there was no stipulation of you can't modify this guitar. No, absolutely, point. absolutely. So um, yeah, like, like I, I would that. be I would be going for a strat. I think you could do it with a hit with a, with a triple single coil strat, but. I'd, I'd definitely throw a, a humbucker in there, but yeah, I think if you're going for versatility and that's what you need from something that, like, if you're marrying it, it's your one and only by the end. Like, you can have a fling with a Les Paul first, but you've got to go for, like, the one yeah. and only, so it has you're to be You're going to ruin custom. your wallet and your shoulder. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the like that's the other thing. Like, I mean, I do it. I, I play my Les Paul for two and a half hours a night, and yeah, it's not comfortable the following day. <laughs> But you've you've had your fun, and that's that's what this <laughs> this uh, decision's about. And I, <laughs> yeah, I, I I was very much going going for it in the the same way that you were there, Matt. And I was thinking like the uh the one that you bang has has got to be has got to be good fun. It's got to be it's got to be worth worth the bang. Yeah. But at the end of the day. Like the the marry is the one that you're gonna be. It's it's the one you take home to your mama, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. It's it's, <laughs> it's 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 not the the dirty little uh, hot rodded piece of fun, <laughs> is it? It's the it's the sensible it's, it's, guitar. And yeah, and and that's it. So like, if we're looking at it strictly like that, and that goes against everything. Bearing in mind, I almost exclusively run Les Paul Telecaster at gigs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, completely. But you are in, I, the, I'm, you're yeah. in the point of your life that, <laughs> like, bang is is the, the top of the list. Um, yeah, like, in all fairness, like, if I, if I went down the modding route, I think I, it would be Marry the Strat. Just because, yeah, it would do everything if I modded it. But yeah. from a, from a straight-up point of view... I, I, it's the first one to go. I, right. I, I get that. I, like six months, well, probably not six months ago, but two years ago, I'd have definitely been yeah. fuck the strat off. I'll I'll uh, bang the telly and marry the Les Paul, and that would have been it. But like, I my tastes have changed a little bit, and also like my outlook on like everything. Things just modify over time, don't they? They do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, much like a strat does. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to go I'm going to go a slight modification on like it's the same kind of thought press to put a slight modification on what, what you were saying Matt I'm going to kill the Les Paul and I'm killing the Les Paul purely because if I'm thinking about what I would have that <laughs> that bang fun with it would be the telly with the telly every day like the telly I'm going to have that good time Ellie's reliable. It is it sounds good. It uh, a, a double set of binding on it. Ooh. There is there's n- not really anything finer. But and it's a, it's a it's a situation that I didn't think I'd find myself in. I'm a strap man. Like if Skibidi bap. Well, that's it. And and. It goes. It goes back to what I was saying a couple of months back about the the no talk 
board zone series that I do. I don't think any of those yet have been on a telly. Um, and the the reason is because the strat does it does it all, doesn't it? Like if you want if you want like clear and bluesy and and nice clean tones, the strat can do that. It can do like your neck pickup can get all of that soulful bluesiness. You can get the in-between positions to get the kind of uh, the thinner, uh, brighter tones, yeah. or the jangle tones. Position four for funk and that the John Mayer sound as well. Absolutely. And then you stick on the overdrive, you stick on the, the, the rock, and that bridge pickup works. It, it makes sense. So I know some people say it's a... It can be a bit, a bit bright and a bit shrill, but you, you put a bit of overdrive on it, it smooths that top end out, and you, you're in a pretty, pretty decent territory. So, I think my money goes on the strat, and it's, it, it, it makes me wince a little that I've, that I've married a strat, and <laughs> I thought I knew you. Well, yeah. So I mean, so did I. So did I. Next, uh, you're gonna tell us that it doesn't have a. Their talk, talk guard on it. Yeah, it's uh, it's parchment. Yeah, <laughs> and a oh, maple neck. Of all the colours, well. of all the colours. No, it's it is clearly it's it's got a rosewood uh, a rosewood slab board. Yeah. Uh, I mean, fuck the environment. It's got a slab board, <laughs> um, and it's got it's got a genuine. Thought guard like the celluloid made from real tortoises. (laughs) That's it, ground down from real, real tortoises from the Galapagos Islands. Yep. Uh, Only the most endangered is the fine. That's the finest. It's where the the tone lives. Yeah. Yeah, Triple ply as well. So (laughs) triple ply. (laughs) Three lots of tortoise. Um, Yeah. So there we go. Uh, we Just have got another that. another Bang Murray kill, but I think we'll save that for a little bit later. Okay. Because uh, I think that that was a nice way to kick us off. Um, let's do let's we do what we've been up to. Is, um, Ollie, it's been a little while. It's been a little yeah. while. So, what you been up to, my good man? Well, uh, so the Instagram stuff is still going on. It is That's yeah. good fun. Uh, um, I, I, I need to come up with more ideas for my Instagram stuff. That's yeah, I mean, I wanted to address something with the Instagram stuff because yes, um, you uh, you've been venting a little bit about the, the problems of the uh, the copyright strike, haven't you? Yeah. So I mean, you've been stricken on a few uh, a few videos now, haven't you? Uh, yeah. So I've had a lot of videos taken down in some countries, and I think I've had two. Two or three, um, taken down just completely. Yeah, completely, completely wiped off. Yeah, because yeah. cer- certain artists who, who their legal team or or the the record companies who work on behalf yeah. of that artist are absolutely shit hot when it comes to reproduction of their music, aren't they? So it's yeah. it's not even that they just all they do is they sign up with the DMCA, and yeah, they yeah. just scan. Everything that's ever uploaded, and if it's a permanent thing, so if you're live streaming, it won't catch you yet. And there's a whole big thing going on because they're trying yeah, to go yeah, after yeah. live streams, but at the moment, it's not going after live streams. 
But if it's a permanent clip, so if it's a clip from Twitch or if it's on Twitter or if it's on Instagram or if it's on Facebook or anything like that, and they're literally, like, they, their software just scans everything that's uploaded to those sites. And sometimes it gets then flagged for review and sometimes it just gets wiped straight away. Yeah, yeah. Well, that that's the thing. So one thing I have noticed, there is a correlation between the hard banners, um, which is that the original artist is dead. Huh. So the two that have been taken down, I can't remember what the first one was. Actually, no, I, I remember what the first one I remember what both of them were. Uh, both of the artists have been dead now for, for at least a couple of years. Uh, so, so one of them was Prince, weren't it? Yeah, the other was Luther Vandross. Is Luther Vandross dead? He died about 15 years ago, yeah. Wow, I mean, I missed that one. Woo. Yeah, 2005. <laughs> sorry, miss, sorry, miss Luther. Miss that. Um, so insensitive. Yeah, <laughs> but it, both of those videos were like... Yeah, complete, I've had a lot of I've had a lot of videos get flagged in certain countries. A lot of record companies seem to have something against Canada. I'm <laughs> not sure why. Alternatively, Canada has something against those record companies and they're retaliating. <laughs> yeah, <it>. like <laughs> I guarantee. So quite often I'll get uh, a strike that says, "Oh, it's t- been taken down in three countries or two countries." Yeah, and I've had a few where it's just one country. And I can guarantee any time it's one country, it's always Canada. It's never anywhere else. It's not Zimbabwe. It's not, you know, the middle of nowhere. It's, (laughs) oh yeah, it's Canada. Like, no one in Canada can see this video. Do you want to know something that's even more bizarre? Go on. The uploads to Facebook are completely silent in the Isle of Man, but if I go to Instagram, I can hear what you're playing. Really? (laughs) So I don't know what it is. Generally, what happens is I'm scrolling through Facebook and I notice that you put a post. And, you know, as as is habit, you see a video and you you tap on it and it's just silent. And I go, for God's sake. Then I go to Instagram and I (laughs) have to search you and then I can hear what you're actually playing. I like like that you put the effort into actually hearing what I do. (laughs) I want to know what you're playing this time. Oh, thanks. And I don't want to, like, spoil it by reading stuff. I'll just listen to it and see if I can work it out. And if not, then I'll spoil it by reading it. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, like once, once the the um, videos get get the audio taken off on them, I play a little game where I try and guess what you're playing. <laughs> um, some of the times I get it right as well, which is brilliant. Yeah, so the the two that have been taken down so far are, are "Never Too Much" and "Kiss." Those are the two. Those are the two songs that have been completely ruined. Yeah, and it's gutted because I spent so, especially on "Kiss," I spent so long. Getting the feel right on that, yeah. That was like that was like a fifteen take thing because I wasn't happy with it. Proper funky in it, it's, yeah. It's it's a uh, slightly swung as well. Is it? So it's not straight. Yeah, it's a very you can't even really describe it. It's just you try and play straight over it, it doesn't work. It needs to be just a little bit swung. Don't talk to me about things that aren't properly swung, but are swung because I've had nightmares with I can't even remember the track, but there's one of one of the tracks that I'm playing in the new band. Um, the drums and the piano are straight, but the bass and the guitar are swung. Nice. So I have to listen to the drums <laughs> to stay yeah. in time, but I can't listen to the drums to find out when I'm supposed to be playing, and it's that's really groove. difficult. <laughs> that's that's where it's at. And I'm, I'm literally just playing the like like a a, a twelve bar kind of like you know what the bass plays are do yeah. that kind of. I'm doing that, but I've got to do it like. Double time swung and it, yeah, that's fucking. Yeah, it does my head in. 
I was watching a video from the guitarist from Jamiroquai, uh, Rob Harris, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Rob Harris. He's uh, started his own YouTube channel, and he did a he did a video about like playing around the beat instead of playing on the beat. Yeah, and it's one of those things where he's talking about it, and he he's basically going, "I can't describe what like how to do it. You've just got to feel it." And then he's like, he's playing, and like halfway through the phrase, he'll he's just like playing Drop a chord straight, and then he'll like fall behind the beat a bit, and it's like. You just sit there, and instantly, when he falls behind the beat, you're just like, "Oh yeah, that's that's good." Here we go. Like it's just instant groove when he falls behind the beat. It's like, "Yep, there we go. That's that's the stuff." Yeah, yeah. It like it just it does my head in. It just when you when you mentioned like it's partly swung, it just that's what flashed into my head, and I almost had a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, in Kiss, the whole thing, uh, the whole song, not the whole song, but the, every instrument in that section, as far as I'm aware, is swung but it's like a very slight 16th note swing yeah and it's unlock anticipatory yeah, yeah it's it just it makes it so much better i've tried playing it straight it just doesn't work yeah and then i recorded it and i spent ages getting it right and then i uploaded it and faster than anything i've ever seen the i got the, the <laughs> ban hammer came flying down although i think it was was it Luther Vandross had the best one because I got three notifications saying it had been taken down in Instagram. Weirdly enough, with the Luther Vandross one, it it played the first maybe like three or four seconds before it chopped the yeah, audio yeah. for me. So yeah. you got the ba-ba-ba-ba-ba, and then <laughs> what the fuck, man? <laughs> The beat drops, but you don't even hear that. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the beat literally drops out of it. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Um, so that 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 was that. Um, yeah, I was, I've got I've got so I've got these few videos. I have no idea what to do with them now. Yeah, it's really just, really sad. tough, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I've I've seen on um, on YouTube. There's a um, there's a chap who does. Um, like music theory um explanations and and stuff like that um and he uses live tracks to get yeah, around yeah. the because uh, because um after i heard like you having a having a little um a little vent about this uh the copyright strike and i watched a video with uh rick beato Oh, I love Rick Beato. Yeah, he's yeah, he's really awesome, and he had um, uh, Rhett, Rhett Shaw. Mm, yeah, um, you're talking my language now. There, there we go. I mean, like, I, I've literally just like last week, um, Rick, like figured out that Rhett Shaw is a thing. Um, he is a beast. Yeah, somewhat. <laughs> um, but it was it was him on uh, Rick Beato's channel. Uh, and they were talking about like uh, copyright strikes and how uh, basically what we've just been talking about and how it's 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 like instant instant bans and how um, a lot of the time it it's financially um, the the uh, content creators are financially better off just to let the strike go through because if you if you dispute it and it doesn't go your way. You get a copyright strike on your 
your account. You only get three of those, and your account is done. Yeah, any you get work, deleted. Yeah, any work you've put into it, you're done. Um. So yeah, there was that. Uh, there was there was one. Uh, that uh on on Retschel's channel, um, where we was talking about how he put a clip up of uh, a solo that he done. <laughs> In um like in a live performance of was it like Jesse J or something? Uh, so I I know the video you're referencing, and he plays with a an artist called Noah Guthrie. Oh, that's the one. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, who is awesome? Like, yeah. And so they went over it was somewhere in Europe. So they they flew out to Europe and they kind of did a live session. Yeah, for like a radio on, station. On Dan- yeah, Danish radio or something, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, and it was like the like the national radio station, and it was recorded, and like midway through the performance, one of the guys who worked there just like started filming that gig on the iPhone, and then synced up. I don't, know, I, I don't know if they synced up the audio, but if he had any sense, he would have. Um, and so Rhett found that clip, and he did a video about I think it was the best pedals of twenty nineteen, like his favorites, yeah, yeah. and um. So he, he he kind of he got this clip of him playing because he knew he was using a certain pedal in that moment. So he got the clip, and then uh, a couple of weeks ago, so that video was originally uploaded in December. It was the end of 2019, and a couple of weeks ago, it got taken down, and the radio station had claimed a copyright strike on that little clip and taken down the whole video even though it was the song from the artist that he was using, but they'd claimed copyright on it. Yeah. And now he's not happy. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's stuff like that. Like, he's the artist in that in that video. He is playing that that solo yeah. that's that has that specific pedal. Yeah. The, so- the song's not even actually released either. Like, they haven't released the official version of the song yet. Yeah. So that's the, one of the few versions out there. And the the uh, the radio station was like, "Yep, cool. That's uh, that's ours now. Thanks." Yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, to put it put it in perspective as well, like the, you like Retschel's obviously uh, got quite a quite a big following. You've got a following on your uh, um, Instagram channel and your your Facebook. Yeah, I've I've put up uh, a couple of videos over the past couple of days uh, to do with my <laughs> my son's. Um, like <laughs> PE lessons, <laughs> like he's, they're doing like a sports day, like a virtual sports day. Uh, and being the dad that I am, um, rather than just recording him doing like these activities on the phone, I've got out the got out the proper proper camera, took taken multiple camera angles and turned it into a like a little <laughs> cinematic video. Uh, but I've been ripping like songs from uh from the internet to uh to work as little soundtracks for it. Um, so, so for example, like one of the things that he had to do was, uh, it was a Superman stretch, which is kind of like on on all fours. So you kneel kneeled on all fours, and then you stretch out one arm and then the opposing leg. So the, yeah, you kind of yeah, look yeah. like Superman. Um, and I put uh, like a minute clip of um, Superman by Goldfinger <laughs> uh, <laughs> under underneath the back of it, um, and the. The instant that I uploaded that, Facebook said, "Oh, you've you've got copyright 
um, copy, copyright um, infringing audio in this video, would you like to remove the audio or or, or restore the audio? And, and basically, like, you can only restore the audio if you know that it doesn't um, infringe on copyright. Um, so, obviously, I didn't restore the audio. Well, who would do that? <laughs> well, surely, surely, in theory, you you could because it's being used in an educational. Well, it's. I mean, it's well, it comes, it comes at a fair use, doesn't it? Um, it's not yeah, being used kinda. for financial. It's not being used in a in a kind of public sense. It's being used in a kind of private Facebook. Yeah, but gathering. now you're getting. Yeah, yeah, but now you're getting into how private is your Facebook and all that kind of malarkey. And technically, if you look into it, it's not fair use. Like, yeah, we we had we had this discussion, didn't we, on the on the in the Facebook group, uh, probably a couple of weeks ago when I had my first video taken down, yeah. and the the conclusion I think we all came to was copyright law sucks. It really it's brilliant and it it helps a lot of people, but with the internet the way it is, yeah, it, it's, it's a little bit yeah. Um, especially with YouTube um, and Twitch on like that they've got a very trigger happy yeah, 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 copyright yeah. system and facebook yeah. as well because like anyone would look at your video and go oh it's a kid doing a p lesson he's using our song for a joke eh whatever yeah i mean I, i've got no doubt that if i uh sent a message to like on goldfinger's uh official social channels and just went are you guys okay with me using this this uh this track for a video that <laughs> that will get like and views uh, yeah. on my personal Facebook that go, yeah, not yourself, out, kid. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's because it's it's not just them; it's record companies that are trying to recoup money that they think they're owed for. It's all, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a deep conversation that will take hours, years, indeed. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Can about, we talk about guitars again? I like talking about guitars. That was how about fun. we bang, marry, kill? Yeah, <laughs> bang, on, marry, kill. Number two, Ooh. right? So, oh, no, I don't want to do right, so number two. So, it, right, the first one was Strat Les Paul Telly. So, this one is going to be like Ibanez, Screamer, Clon, <laughs> and a Marshall in a box. Not far off. Not far Ooh, off. Oh, you're you're on fire today. Right, so. This one is it's amp based this time, not pedal based. Oh, um, right, okay. Fender, Marshall, nope, Mesa, Mesa, Orange, Black Star. Easy. Right, if, if, number one, Mesa. Me Mesa can get in the bin, kill Mesa's no, because no. Mesa's are just like a, a, they've got three and a half million different knobs on them, and nobody <laughs> knows what they all do. And you have to have an a, a, like a sound engineering degree to try and understand what they do. So messes, and they weigh like seventy five. They, they're, they're heavier than my Vox. They can get in the bin. Messes are dead. Mm, no, <laughs> I, I had a I had a DC five, and that was way lighter than my AC thirty. And then after that, I'm going. I'm gonna bang the black star because you can get those like especially ones with the ISF where you can do like bits of American sound and bits of British sound, and you can. You can mess around and dick around with with them however you want, and you know you get you. There's some good clean tones in there, but like they're best when you push the hell out of the drive channel and just kind of get that raucousy, rocky stuff. And then when you want to settle down with a sound that's actually usable, you use the orange. 
I mean, Ooh. I mean that's controversial. Um, yeah. I I personally, I mean, I've I've played a few oranges, and I I'll put my hand up here and say that I've not played uh, played any of the big heads. I've played. I think I played a rocker. Uh, a rocker thirty maybe one of the what one of the small one. Yeah, I think it weren't one twelve. I think it was like one ten. Uh, the rocker thirty. They do a rocker thirty that's two ten, and then they do the fifteen, which is one ten. What? Yeah, it was the fifteen. Then it was it was one ten. It was definitely a one uh a one speaker, and I, I've played one of them, and I've played. Uh, I think I've played the one. The. Stuart brings to um uh the uh, thingies uh, uh, conventions and and what is that which, is like tiny terror yeah or? tiny terror which I mean they they're fine they're fine but they just they don't get me hard so, <laughs> so, <laughs> for the want of being uh less crass they they they're uh, they just they don't they they don't get me there they're, they're a fine enough sound but it's just it's it's not for me um so uh black star i would i'd bang i'd bang um because they've got they've got some fun things in their their lineup i think um the artist um Artists fifteen or the artist thirty would probably, I mean, because they the clean tones on them are absolutely excellent. Uh, I plugged into one when I was playing when I uh, went in to get that Vox, uh, the weird Vox guitar that I've got, and it sounded fantastic. I mean, I knew the guitar sounded great, but I was <laughs> I was wanting to take that entire rig with me that day. Uh, so, like those 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 amps are worth it just for the uh, for the price of admission alone. The uh, their like lower budget modeling stuff is really good as well. So, like I'd happily happily bang a, a black star. I think if you are settling down, like a Mesa Lone Star or something, or Ooh. like a. Uh, five twenty-five is it? Mark five twenty-five. Uh, yeah, and the oh, what's it called? Stiletto. One of the newer, one of the newer, one of the newer combos oh, that they've oh. the newer series that they've done. I, I, I must admit, I've not not really been paying attention. You're to You're both tripping. This is like saying, "Oh, I want. I'm, I'm gonna like." Marry. I haven't even told you mine yeah, yet. Come yeah, on. I'm sure you're gonna say Messer, but for Adam, he's tripping. Like seriously, that's like saying you want to marry. And a world famous actress who's the most beautiful woman in the world, and that's all well and good, but she'll do your fucking head in trying to get it to do what you want it to do, just like a fucking Matsubuki. All right, I will. I will justify. I will justify my choices. Then I will. I will give you reasons. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, go on. So number one, Black Star in the bin. <laughs> yeah, straight away, like... I have a HT five. It's they are Black Star make great amps. I will, hands down, I have used a HT5 for the last, I don't know, seven years. And it's a very reliable, it's a brilliant app. But they're a little bit boring, they're a little bit plain. There's no, you ain't using they're, it they're right. They're lacking a little bit. You just ain't using it right. 
It's just in comparison to the other two, in my opinion, I they just they're lacking some of that something. I mean, you you um, you're basing that on their low low budget, like entry level Valve amp. I have I have used I I, I mean I own. I only own the HT5, but I have spent quite a bit of time with some of their other amps. Um, but yeah, just Black Stars always leave me wanting a little bit more. I don't know why. So it's yeah, it's, that's go, it's going to go. I'm afraid. Okay. Um, uh, the bang is going to be the orange because uh, one of my favourite amps of all time is the OR50. There is something I've. Pl- I've Played one, played through one a few times, and I've played through a lot of other orange amps. But the OR50, which I, I don't even think they make anymore, that is a loud, just wall of sound amp, and it is awesome. That's like Les Paul, a power chord, and you, you're a happy man. Yep. Okay. So you are going. You're going Messer. Uh, Messer finish. I think the the Messer lineup um, with amps like the Lone Star has the best clean sound ever. Uh, and they have only the after most... you've spent four and a half years trying to dial it in correctly. Yeah, but once you've got it, you've uh, got it. No, you haven't, because then you take it to a different room and you have to re-fucking dial it in again. <laughs> but the really good thing about Messers is the maintenance is like non-existent as well. They have like a million tubes per but amp. One. They million. don't need you. You don't need to take it to a tech to get re- retubed. Or oh, do they? Do they uh, self bias? Uh, yeah, they're self biasing. Okay, I mean uh, that that's useful. But the fact that you're having to buy, you're like essentially like it's like the equivalent of like a Costco family pack of light bulbs, but with tubes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I'd, okay. I'd have a. I'd, I'd I'd have something like a Mark V. So so what you're missing is they're they're difficult to control and they're high maintenance. With <laughs> so what I'm I, into. What I'm saying is they they cost a fucking turn like. Yeah. Again. So what you're saying is like, yeah. I, I, I'm not going down there again. But yeah, I you you're both wrong. I, the Mesa, Mesa have the best lineup out of the three bands that three brands we've mentioned. Mesa have the most versatile and just best lineup. Yeah, they all think... sound a little bit sterile. They don't. Oh no, no, they no, no, no. do. I mean, I'm glad You've that we've them wrong. we've not been going down <laughs> like the um the the wreck um route. I'm not a huge fan of the wreck. I like a lot of bands that use rectifiers, but I'm not a huge fan of the rectifier itself. So when um when I did uh did my EP with uh, with my band, um, Yeomans, um, he came in with. I remember what amp he was, he was rocking at the time, but it it wasn't particularly great. Um, so we had to look around the studio at the time uh, about what was there, uh, and there was a. A single wreck, I think it might have been a dual wreck. Yeah, yeah. Um, set up because there was obviously some kind of metal bands um, had been recording before, um, and there was like this this uh, 
let's just say single record because I, th- I think it might have been. And it was set up and it had all of the, the like garish mess of recruitments, like the like front plate that was full of shiny chrome like Oh the the tread plate front. Yeah, so it had it had the tread plate front, it had the like the the massive array because it you've got um you've got the multiple channel for each channel you've got a strip yeah, of controls yeah, yeah. that so yeah, as as Matt says, like controlled within an inch of its life. Um but we pl- we plugged into that and just went because he, he had a pedal board, so he, he could get his his sound through it. And we plugged into the clean channel, and that was one of the best clean channels, one of the best tones he ever got. Um, and it was coming out of a a, a mess of single wreck. And you're like, if if that's what the the metal orientated amp can do, then yeah, then the there's something magical about this this uh this lot. There's a so uh, oh, go on th- go on Ali. I think that I think there's I'd narrow it down to two messer amps that I'd have. I mean, I'd, ha- I'd have uh, one of the Mark Fives just because they are uh, phenomenal. There's a video because they do the Mark Five Twenty Five and the Mark Five Thirty Five as well. Yeah. Um. There's a video on YouTube. I think it's the 25, and it was as they were about to release it, they released a video of John Petrucci from Dream Theater, who is an avid Mark series user, mm. sat down with this tiny little Mark 525 going through a 112, and it sounds like, yeah, it's just the best gain sound ever. You can't like beat that high gain sound. And the, the other amp... I'd have is there they released a series called the Fillmore series. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is kind of a bit more vintage Fendery, a bit more like their their original Mark One sort of stuff. So like I'd I feel like I'd have both spec both ends of the spectrum on that yeah. vintage and modern time kind of thing with those two amps. Sounds good. I think like, like, I've had bad experiences with messes. I've only I think played four and only for short periods of time. Um, the first one I played, I don't know what it was. It was a single, a one twelve, but like huge because it's a messer, and it was clearly like surrounded by concrete because it weighed like the size. <laughs> it, it weighed the same as a small planet, and <laughs> it had one channel, but I it had two banks of knobs so instead of like just one like like knobs next to each other across the dial it was it was like one knob for a master volume and then knobs stacked above each other until you got over to the other side and then there was a think i can't even remember what and it was like one single one on that side Uh, i think that might be a mark four Okay, well, that was the worst clean tone I've ever had. It was like plugging into the normal channel of a Vox when you're expecting the top boost. It was just missing everything that made it an amp. It just sounded like flat and bland and shit and boring. I, 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 will, then... give you, I will give you Mark IVs are like hellish. If you don't know what you're doing with a Mark IV, my God, it is the <laughs> yeah, worst well, amp I, ever. I definitely didn't know what I was doing. And then the next one I tried was either a single wreck or a dual wreck. And I was, was trying it at somebody's house who's got quite a few amps, and it sounded worse than the Fender Machete. Do you remember the Fender Machete, the 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 metal Fender amp from like the mid two thousand? Is it Machete? 
Uh, the 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 valve amp that was aimed at the metal community, and they only had it out for sort of like two three years. Yeah, yeah. I always wanted one of those. <laughs> uh, the Fender Machete outshone the 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 dual rack or single wow. rack, whatever it was. It was just it blew it out of the water. Um, and the other experiences I've had of them again have either been shitty clean channels or shitty drive channels. I just I've. I I I've never understood the hype over Mesa and they yeah, yeah. that they have, just... have a look next time you're near a guitar shop. Mark five. Just, yeah, I'll, I'll, just, I, just do it. Just maybe Mark I'll five. give it a go. But yeah, it just I can't see it myself. Mm. Yeah. It's all I Mark mean, five. so like if we take an aggregate, the uh the Mesa gets top spot, doesn't it? It does yeah, the orange yeah. comes second. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately the black star just shits it, doesn't it? Absolutely shits the bed. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, they're just, I think Black Stars have got that low, not lower end, but. I think Black I feel, Stars get a like... lot of bad rap from people who don't know how to dial them in. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, you could say the same about Messers, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, but considering yeah, they probably. took the top spot on this, I think, I think yeah. they're fine. And, like, Messer at least have their price tag to. Uh, to swing about, don't they? They can say, oh, yeah. well, we are a premium brand. Whereas Blackstar are aiming it at a, an affordable price. People see that and go, nah, shit. <laughs> um, yeah. And if you like, if you dial it in wrong, you, you can get a, I'm not going to say a shit sound, but like a, just a, uh, an uninspiring sound. It can it yeah. can sound a bit flat and a bit just. Oh yeah, that that's a distorted amp. But that's all it is. Um, but if you if you dial it in right, you 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 are well on the way. And yeah, I I, I agree. I I still ascertain that the um the HT forty that I had could do everything that I wanted it to do. The only thing that was wrong with it and then why I got rid of it is because it was heavy as balls <laughs> um, so it, it had to go uh, and there are rock classic 30s that do one thing uh, but they, they're really light as well so, yeah I mean uh, yeah. to be fair they do one and a half things the the drive channel's good on it as well but it <laughs> you're only doing one at a time Yeah, one and a half thing I like that yeah, because it's global global EQ. You either dial it in for a good drive tone or you dial it in for a good clean tone. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty much just a one-channel amp. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll give you that. But I, I use it for the clean channel. It sounds amazing. It sounds as good as any uh, as good as any Fender clean tone. And like, Ooh, half the price. That's some, that's some, big, that's some big balls. Yeah, they're fighting words, but they, I mean, people in the know do, do rate them, so I'm, I'm all for that. Um, yeah. Where'd we get up to? I, I can't, because I've got this new bloody extremely bright light on, I can't read the, the time on the computer. <laughs> I can't read how long we've been on it's for. Gonna say, it's going to say 51. Will it? No oh, fair play. Okay, so we should probably get on with the what we've been up to, shouldn't we? So yeah. Matt, Matt and Ollie, this is where you you double team or what you've been up to. Tate fuzz. <laughs> yes, tate fuzz. 
excellent. I I finally got my lockdown fuzz, and I believe Ollie has got a two knob version of it. I've got a fuzz face. Ah, right. Okay. Yeah. Which I think is what mine is, but I've got the three knob with the external biasing. I okay, think it's yeah. yours gain and. Volume. Yeah, mine's, volume. I, I'm assuming gain and gain and volume. I, I I have no idea. I just it's got two unmarked knobs, and I just turn them up to full, and they do a thing. <laughs> yeah, and so it sounds massive. I, when, when when mine arrived, she was like, "Yeah, the top two, put them at max, and then find the sweet spot with the other one." Um, which is what I did, and sounds incredible. Uh, yeah, yeah, I uh, I I so I, the first thing I did before I even plugged it in was I opened it up because I know Stu is a. He's a sucker for a nice, yeah. tidy yeah, yeah. wiring job. We all do um, that with every pedal we buy, surely. <laughs> yeah, I, it's not. I yeah, know, it's sure. been a while since I bought a pedal, so um, yeah, I did. It's the first time I've done it, um, and I know it's there are a couple of trim pots, and I, I need to ask Stu how, like, what what do they do? One will be a bias, and I can't. <laughs> yeah, one of, one of them's labeled bias, but there's two. I think there's an input, and then there's another one as well. But I. It's covering up what it says, and I I can't figure out what it does. Surely it's just biasing both of the transistors, is it not? Maybe I don't Quite know. Possibly, but I'm who knows? I am not electronically minded, but I do know that's that it. you when own I a screwdriver. It in, <laughs> that's enough to change the trim. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then then I'll be sending it back to Stu again. Stu broke it. Yeah, it don't work no more. <laughs> uh, I don't know what I did, but I broke it. Makes a clicking sound. Yeah, yeah. I, it turns off. <laughs> I just found that if you if you like slam it into the Messiah on the light setting, it just it you get this like tonal bliss. I mean that that's essentially <laughs> Hendrix, isn't it? Like a yeah, slightly yeah. cooking Marshall amp with a fuzz face in the front of it. Yes, yeah, absolutely. It sounds uh, incredible. I'm uh, I'm looking at the Messiahs. I'm gonna I'm gonna get one of them. I, th- I think you should. Well, uh, I've been. To, I have been talking to Mr. Adam of Chevtone Effects. Indeed, I mean, not not meaning to sway you at all, but I'm. I don't need swaying. I am going to buy one. It's just I. I can't <laughs> afford it at the moment. See, <laughs> I mean, from from our our, um, our points of view, I, I tried it. I mean, I, I tried all the revisions, like the early revisions, and um, in about a month's time, when I um kind of rewiring my board that's going on it um and and matt you've uh you you were looking to commission him with a, with some kind of monster messiah so yes yes so like i could like, like double messiah well i i I love both both sides of the messiah so it's got a light and a heavy and yeah, yeah. um i kind of wanted both and then he was like well i was thinking about doing like the messiah but like with a boost in it, and I'm like, "Well, give me a three knob one, and I want, I want the, the the toggle switch, make that a foot switch, and then give me the boost as well, and then do you know what? Put put all of the amazing things that you want, just build it because I'll pay for it. I don't mind, and then I will tell you after a month of using it, which of the functions I used and which actually was probably a little bit overkill. Matt, I hate you. <laughs> My God, that sounds awesome. Yeah, it just like because obviously at the moment it's, it's it's a toggle switch in the middle between the low and yeah. the high. I was like, right, well, can you stick that on a foot switch? And he's like, yeah, easy. And I was like, can I get a separate volume for that so that I can use the the lighter side as my rhythm and the the thing as my lead? And he's like, 
yeah, I could work that out. And then he's like, well, I was thinking about maybe putting a boost in there as well. And I'm like, get like a boost like sounds a- good. And then, yeah, like all of a sudden I've got like a three foot switch, pretty 12 knob drive pedal. Well, you, you know what it needs, don't you? If you're going to put a boost in front of a, that marsh, that vintage marshally kind of thing, got to be like an EP type circuit. Well, I mean, the, no, because there's, there's endless ways you can go. Because you can go, you can go range master, range master, of course, yeah. Or, or you can go tube screamer, and you get like proper like Stevie Ray Vaughan, like Ooh, that kind of, yeah, yeah. yeah or, okay. or you can just get like a a clean a clean boost that's just gonna push it into that next level. And yeah, there's there's all sorts of of wonderful stuff you can do. Um, what you're yeah. saying is this needs to be like a like a toggle switch switchable yeah. boost that can go from clean. <laughs> yeah. The EP to, yeah, like, to range master. <laughs> Adam, if you're listening, I want to get in on this as well, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I, I, I ascertain that that pedal needs to be called the God Complex. <laughs> yeah, um, the, it needs to be called the Very Naughty Boy. That's what it needs to be called. That's what I said. That's what I said. <laughs> It, it, you've got the messiah yeah, and then and you can have one that's not, not the messiah. messiah it's a very <laughs> naughty boy <laughs> there you go that's a yeah. that's a twofer twofer so that's, that's, that's it it's a threefer threefer yeah so yeah that's um the yeah the the lockdown fuzz we we weren't aware that it was gonna uh because by, by the time that you were looking for one it yeah. the, the run had finished hadn't it yeah, he finished. It. He'd finished it a couple of weeks after the last, uh, a couple of weeks before the last time I was here. And then, out of some stroke of luck, didn't he? Look, he found that he'd got the components for like a couple more or something. Uh, yeah, he just he had some transistors and stuff lying around and decided to make. I want to say three. He yeah. just made like three random fuzzes and was like, "Here you go." And then within <laughs> like two seconds of him posting that, you two tagged me in it going, you're an idiot if you don't buy this. Yeah, so, well, literally. You were literally yeah. saying you wanted one and you were like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, okay, peer pressure, that's a thing. Cool, yeah, let's do it. Well, that's how the world works. You say you want a fuzz and I will tag you in fuzz until you buy something. Yep. I mean, <laughs> me, me and Yeomans have pretty much got that relationship where... Like even if we don't speak to each other for months, we will just be tagging each other in gear and just going, "Do it, do I it." I see that all the time because yeah, occasionally the- there's one really nice thing, and then I pile on as well. I'm like, "Yeah, you need to do this," <laughs> and that is what friends are for. Yeah, <laughs> friends that I only ever see once a year at a guitar show for like an hour. That's it. Do it, do it, do it. <laughs> oh, it's man. always the answer. It, yeah, Indeed. I mean. But if it was, like the guitar rack that I've got over there would need to be tripled, and I wouldn't have any any cash at all. You'd be you'd be, be living in a cardboard box. I would be homeless, and it would be it'd be like I'd be like literally homeless, but tone wealthy. Yeah, I I have a I've got a friend from uni who I have a similar thing with. Like any time either of us see anything cool. It's like, yeah, we send it to each other. And Do yesterday, um, I think it was Anderton's got some very, very nice custom shop tellies. Oh. And one of them was a, a relic, olive green, um, double TV Jones guitar. And it is awesome. I can't describe how cool it looks. And it was like £4,000. Do it. 
Just buy it. And it was just like, oh, right, I want this so much. <laughs> Remortgage your parents' house and buy it. <laughs> but speaking uh, of speaking about guitars, actually, you've got a little um, little question that you want to kind of pose to the podcast, haven't you? About pod podcaster. I mean, you say it's podcaster. Yeah, it's essentially it was a strat. Now it's yeah, kind of not. So currently, um, or just before lockdown, I I got it all measured up so I knew kind of what dimensions and stuff to buy and so essentially the body is all that's kind of staying it's getting a new neck it's getting new everything and i'm probably going to get it refinished at some point as well nice so i found fender do aftermarket roasted maple necks they do yes i have also been looking at this um i am one of the things i'm undecided on maple or palfaro I'm not sure which way to go. Okay, yeah. Um, I know what bridge I'm going to get. It's going to be a Goto... I think it's the 510, maybe. And I know I want it to be HSS. Yeah, so it's a it's a Strat style, isn't it? Yeah, so it it's a guitar I've owned. It was the first guitar I ever bought with my own money. Um, and I it's... I've done some unholy things to it over the years. I've set it on fire. I've stripped it. I, it's currently in pieces in a workshop a few miles from where I live. Um, and I figured it was time that I probably made it look a bit more grown up and make it work the way that it should. You know. Yeah. And the uh, the net, the original neck on it is bowed the wrong way. Oh, nice. So yeah. not the way the truss rod can adjust, but the other way. Yep. So, like, the string kind of hangs off the edge of the fretboard in some places. Oh, no. Um, so, it needs a new neck. Yeah. So, I figured it, you know, if I'm going to buy a new neck for it, I might as well just... Yeah, you might as well not everything. cheap out and yeah. go the whole hog. Yeah. So, uh, pickups, colour, maple or palfaro fretboard. Mm, I think that's it. I think that those are my... Your main, Those are my main big, concerns. big questions. Um, so, yeah, go I've, forth. So, <laughs> I think if you're going roasted, because you like with the Pofaro, is that a roasted neck with a Pofaro board, or is it is that just? Yeah. So I'm thinking if if you're going roasted, you might as well go the whole hog and have the whole whole thing as a roasted maple. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it's an experience, isn't it? I mean, the the whole like not. Like unfinished, finished kind of it's it um flirts the line between the two, so it's it's not like a like a normal maple neck, yeah, where you've yeah. got the sticky lacquer and the they, yeah, they're a and completely I'm, different piece, I've, aren't they? Yeah, I've got some, I've got some nice hip shot tuners as well, which I oh, bought nice. a while back, oh. so they'll be put on it. So it sounds like I'm going maple board, which yeah. I was kind of thinking anyway, but I, th- I thought I'd ask that. Yeah, yeah, um, and and the the great thing about roast like having a roasted board as well as the neck, uh, the roasting procedure really brings out the grain as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if it's got any like any subtle like flaming or figure into it, that'll really pop. On the yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was I was thinking that very same thing for my uh my thin line telly. They, so uh, yeah, because they do it they do it in strat and telly, and I think they do some base ones as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they do. I mean, uh, in a slightly modern uh, feel as well, like twelve inch radius, slightly thinner 
and a 22 fretboard instead of a 21 fretboard because I, I I need 22 frets. I can't explain why, but I just I like having 22 frets. No, I mean I, I find myself at that end more than I recognise. So I yeah I completely agree. Guitars don't need more than about 18 frets. <laughs> I strongly disagree. You um, disagree all you like, but you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I've just peaked my mic. I was way too close when I started laughing then. Yeah, um, I peaked it when I said you're wrong as well. <laughs> um, yeah, so I got, that's that's the net kind of sorted. The big one I can't decide on is electronics. So I know I yeah. want HSS, and I've got a couple of ideas for wiring. Yeah. Um, I'm going to get a blend pot, uh, so I can do things like blend the bridge and the neck together to kind of get that telly sort of sound. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in terms of actual pickups, I uh, yeah, I really undecided. I don't really know where to start. Well, <laughs> I, mean, I wonder ob- where this is going. Obvious <sighs> choice, isn't there? There really is an obvious choice. Um, no, I, um, it's, I, I say it's an obvious choice, but it, it really is. Um, because Yeomans has done a similar thing with an HSS Strat. Um, and I'm. I think he bought a um uh, an Alnico two bridge booker, yeah, and two Alnico five uh, middle and neck, yeah, yeah. Um, and that guitar sounds amazing. So these are, they yeah. are clearly they are Fletcher pickups. Um, you'd have to go to Yeomans for the specs, but whatever he's got in that sound. Absolutely fantastic! They like they're they're well balanced with each other because HSS it can be a bit of an issue. Yeah, it can be a bit one sided, can't it? Yeah, I mean, I've got uh in my in my Squire Strat, my first ever Squire Strat, I've got um a, a PAF Pro and yeah, yeah. two Tex Mex and the single coils are a bit dark sounding because I think I've got um a, a cap that is more suited to the the humbucker than it is to the single coils um but it kind of works for that strat and it, it gives that strat a different flavour than uh the Moveriax which is a really bright sounding strat sound yeah so like my, my HSS strat I was looking at the specs of people that I like who use that sort of thing. So it's yeah. um, guitarists like Matteo Sassato and Mark Lettieri, who are both vet, like, majority of the time they are HSS Strat. Yeah. So I was having a look at their specs, and most of the stuff you can't get, like, it's made for them. And Yeah, yeah. The one thing I was seeing quite a common thread on was, like, Alnico 5 bridge pickup, kind of that PAF kind of thing. Yeah. Like it's slightly, slightly over, kind of hotter PAF type. Yeah. Um, and then the single coils were kind of traditional, but not completely. So that's sort of what I was thinking. But, you know, I, I, I can look on bare knuckle and I can take out a small mortgage or I look at Seymour Duncan and I get confused and bored. Um, 
yeah, it's it's one of those things where pickup suggestions are a massive thing. I even I thought about Fishman for a while, but then I decided I didn't want to bother with all the active. Yeah, stuff. it's just it's a it's a hassle. Isn't it? Although I've yeah. heard nothing but good things about them. Um, yeah, Fishman are supposed to be amazing pickups. I mean, the fact that Greg Cox got his own signature set is yeah. Is so last uh, was it last year? I went to a masterclass in Birmingham of his. And he sounded phenomenal. And he was using one of his uh, Reverend tellies all night. Yeah, the... Um... Oh, what what is that telly called? Uh, the Gristle Master. Gristle Master, that's it, yeah. Yeah, so he, he had one of, like, a variety of, like, a rainbow selection of those guitars with, all, with his Fishman pickups in. And he sounded just awesome. Oh, he could play a... Fucking broomstick with a string wrapped around it. Oh, he's he's hilarious as well, which is like makes it just rubs it in even more. Yeah, yeah. You'd hope that someone who plays that well has some sort of personality deficiency because all they've done is sit inside and play guitar. But he's a really nice guy. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Here, here we are, just polishing polishing his cock, aren't we? Polishing the cock. That's it. Um. (laughs) So yeah, so that that's kind of the pickup thing. I'll have to, I'll have to kind of have a little look at the Fletcher side of things. And yeah, I mean, the, well, I mean, what I do is I'd message Fletch and just say, "This is the kind of thing I was thinking. Do you have any advice?" Because I know um, our good friend Steve um, did that yeah. when he was doing his flying V, okay. and he was like. I don't know what I should do. I've had the blends recommended to me before, but I'm not sure they're exactly right for me. And I think the first the first Flying V ended up getting I think it was an Alnico two set. Yeah. Yeah. And then the second second time around he went, Do you know what? I've heard so much about these blends. Give me a set of them. Um and he like I say, he literally just went back and asked yeah, he was like, Yeah, you've improved this Flying V, so improve my other one as well. Send me some blends. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, this yeah, is I'll, uh, I'll message Fletch. Yeah, Steve is a man with a with a vast collection of of guitars with many yeah, the, many aftermarket. This pickups. is a man with like Seth Lovers and like proper. He's got like, uh, high end. He's got the Bonamassa set in something. He's got the Billy Gibbons Telly yeah. custom shop pickup as well. Which I yeah. I mean I don't twenty eight k. I, I haven't we? spoken yeah. to Steve in quite a while. I think we fell out a little bit a couple of years ago. And we haven't spoken since, um, but. I remember going to his house a few years ago and we yeah. played played that telly and oh my god it was that, awesome. That bridge pickup is just something else isn't it? Yeah. Through the uh, Dirty Shirley Mini. Well man, yeah. I didn't want to go home. I could have stayed <laughs> in that room forever. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. That was that was really good. Yeah, so the the uh, the last thing on my HSS strat which is uh, this is the very undecided thing. I really don't know where to go with this. So I've got chrome hardware. Yep. Roasted maple board. Yep. Pit guard is undecided. You mean torque? And it's, yep. uh, <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be a covered humbucker as well because it, that's it's got to be a covered humbucker. Yeah. Um, if you have to. Yeah. What color is the guitar going to be? Well, it depends on what you're going for. Are you are you wanting understated, or are you wanting standout, or are you wanting like classy? This is probably going to be my session guitar. So it so, needs to, it can't be like uh, too flashy then. So you don't want like bright, loud colours because 
if you're a session musician, you don't want to like over. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to like overpower the person whose session you're sat- sitting in on. Yeah, I want I want to be a nice medium. I don't want to be boring. Yeah, but also at the same time. Yeah, it needs to be wanna... striking enough that you, they remember you, but not so over yeah. the top that they only remember you. Because I, I remember I was watching an interview with, uh, it was Matteo Sassato again. Um, he was talking about how he got his first proper session gig when he was a student, and he was playing a pink telly. And like that's how they picked him out of the group. The, the artist that he was auditioning for, looking back at the tapes, was like, oh, I want that guy, the guy with the pink telly. Nice. So uh, yeah, I like, need to. I need to. I need a color that's. It, if it was me, like, if it was if I was going understated, I'd go black. But obviously, you need something that's not like that kind of like, yeah, bland and boring. And yeah, as yeah. much as I'm not personally a massive fan, I think one of the pastel fendery type colors, your likes of your seafoam green and your lake placid like, blue. Yeah, and... yeah, like I was looking at like the bluey side of things. That's one like one kind of colour where I kept coming back through. Yeah, like, uh, either Lake Placid or what's the what, what's I know Dave Goll isn't playing a Fender, but what's the that that Pelham, type of Pelham. Pelham Blue? Yeah, it's yeah. essentially sparkly Lake Placid, isn't it? Yeah, it's a kind it's of a like little, more it's silvery. It's a little bit louder though, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, not, a, bit, yeah, it's a bit more like... rich and silvery. I don't think yes. that I don't think it stands out enough. I think that's again, it's 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 understated. I'm I'm gonna go a little bit left field here. Um, what were we saying, Matt? I was just pointing, pointing at, like you could, you could always do what I did and do do like an <laughs> understated color, and then spray sparkly um, top coat for your uh, nitrocellulose to seal it. Yeah, and you yeah. can get nitrocellulose with glitter in it, and you could have that kind of that lake placid yeah. blue, and then just have like soft flakes. So that's not like a harsh, big metal flake like the. the you sparkle, don't like a member of Kiss. But it's it's a it's an understated kind of flake that just kind of reflects the light a little bit and catches mm. your eye. Okay. So so I was I was going to agree with the um, the sea foam. I think even going a little bit further and going surf green, um, just because it's it's a bit more vibrant. Um, but yeah, hear me out with this one. Just hear me out. Gold metallic flake. Black guard, big big chunky metallic metallic gold flake. So it's blingy. Black guard yeah. and it brings it back down. It's loud enough, and it would look fantastic under lights <laughs> when they when they hire you because you're the guy with the golden fucking guitar. <laughs> you and you don't even have to go that far. You could always step it back a little bit and go shoreline gold. Oh, shoreline ooh. gold, <laughs> and then you you can if you want put the fl- like flake over the top, oh. or you can just just go for shoreline gold. And just shore, ha- shoreline's quite understated, isn't it's, it? It's, it's still understated, gold, but, it's... but it it still draws the eye. Like literally, everybody who sees my shoreline gold cabernet is always like, "Oh, that's a nice color. That's a nice color." Even if they don't know what guitars are, they're like, "Oh, that's 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 a really nice looking guitar." That is. So we we thinking shoreline gold with a little bit of flake in it. I'm thinking flake. I am. I, I I think shoreline gold with a little bit of flake over the top would just kind of bring it to the forefront. That's, that's I'm kind of excited by that. Yeah, that I feel like genuinely <laughs> slightly aroused. No, not not quite that, but like every well, color I've thought about, I've not yeah. gone. Oh, that's really cool. 
but there's something about saying shoreline gold with a little bit of flake in it. Yeah, shoreline black, gold flake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like blackguard. Yeah. Chrome yeah. hardware, maple neck, cream, something. cream pickup covers for your your single coils. Mm, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To stand out through the black. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's. Ooh. Yeah, it's got to be cream. It can't be. It can't be white because it'd be too stark against the gold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Needs to be a bit darker. Yeah. I'm liking the idea. I might. I might commission me one of these. <laughs> I was going to say. I'm, I'm starting to think. Yeah. Because <laughs> oh, like I'm, I'm going to. I'm going. I am going to get it sent off to do properly because I don't. I want it done properly. I want it to look like a. Yeah. A proper guitar. So I'm going to get everything done by someone else that isn't an ape like me. So um, after this cast, reminds remind me of that because I very recently on Instagram found a Birmingham-based spray shop. Uh, so I I know of. So do you guys know Iverson Guitars? Oh yeah, yeah, I've heard of Iverson. Yeah. So he lives less than five miles from me. Oh, that that that's a lot more, uh, lot more convenient. <laughs> yeah. So I know he doesn't do the spray work himself. I know he has someone who does it for him who's over in like Norwich or something. Yeah. But you could send but, along with one of his runs. Yeah, if you've seen his guitars and the sin the work and I don't know if you um I went to play I saw played one of his guitars at the show earlier this year and it was phenomenal and it felt amazing. I think because I was going to get it set up by him anyway. I feel like if I kind of gave him all the parts and went, can I have this, please? Um, I'll just sort of leave him to do it. Yeah. Yeah, Sounds possibly. Like a plan. Yeah, that's my, uh, that's my thinking. Yeah, come back with a, a decent session parts caster. Yeah, that's gold. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, on paper, it sounds ridiculous. However, yeah. the, you'd be the, the the guy with the shoreline gold guitar, wouldn't you? You'd be the th- you'd be that thing guy. Is like short, if you just went like outright gold, that's a bit much. But I think shoreline gold is un- enough. Like it's dialed back just enough. Yeah, you're not ta- you're not, not taking ridiculous. the eye directly, but yeah. once it's seen it, it's drawn back to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like mean, the short the shoreline gold thing is is it's a color I do love. You say that. Ask ask um Mr. Yeomans to show you his gold strat. Like okay. it is it is funky licious is what it is. <laughs> oh, it's so good. And underneath um underneath like practice room lights as well. Because we, we tend to practice I mean we either practice at uh, a place in Birmingham called Rabanners, which is just kind of generally well lit. Um And there's a that's a lot of stairs. It, yeah, Rabanners is yeah. That's that's why I needed a, a lighter ramp. I'm a pirate man myself. Yeah, I mean the the other one is pirate, and pirate tends to be dingily lit. Uh, it's got like the the fewest lights that they can get away with, but underneath those lights, where you've got like this kind of ambient mood light, uh, that guitar just oh, fantastic. Well, I'm I'm going to be buying the neck over the next few weeks. I mean, the finish will be the last. Yeah. It's it's gonna be the final piece of the puzzle, so um, yeah, I've got. I'm probably gonna spend a horrendous amount of money on this guitar over time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it's, it's the way to do it. Like, I, like the strat that I will end up getting eventually will be a work in progress. I think. Like, it's a, yeah. I want a hardtail strat, but with a proper hardtail, not one of these stratty hardtails. I want a proper, you know, Gibson stocktail, whatever you call Tunematic. it, Tunematic yeah, yeah. style bridge. So, because they don't exist, I get it with a big bit. No, yeah, because, see, because... Because the whole point is I want tuning stability. <laughs> Let's see. Get a big, get a big bit. Yeah, big get... awesome, but they're they're not stable. Well, they're not as stable as a hardtail. You can get tuning stability <laughs> with a with a hardtail strat. Nah, yeah. but they they the, the problem with a hardtail strat, and I know this from the Cabernet, is the brake angle is so bad over the bridge yeah, that yeah. the strings don't last as long. Mm. Did you not have so, like a rear mount? Can I not do what now? Like a rear mounted. <laughs> I I don't know whether those exist. Are you are you a fan of the a rear mount, Matt? <laughs> we all love a good rear mount. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I mean, birthdays and special occasions, maybe. <laughs> That's oh, the sound dear. of a married man. <laughs> <laughs> and on that bombshell, I think we should probably wrap it for this week. I think we've we've. Exceeded the hour, as far as I can tell. <laughs> yeah, probably almost definitely. Yeah, indeed. Um, so once again, we are going to give a shout out to our patronizers for as little as two dollars a month. Two dollars, I think. Yeah, it works in American. It's somewhere near like one pound sixty or something like that. Um, you can be a patronizer too, and to give a massive shout to our our peeps, uh, who are current patronisers uh, is Mr. Andrew Bimson Mr. Adam Yeomans of Chef Tone Effects hey yo uh, Mr. Doug Christ of 37 Effects uh, Mr. Joseph Richardson uh, who used to be everything Joseph but his handle has changed now I think it is Joseph Richardson Music and he's just Got taken inspiration from uh, someone <laughs> that's it yeah he he heard the Ollie Miles music shout outs and thought I'm <laughs> going to get on that money train right there um, Mr. Hugh G. Rection of Lockdown Fame I assume <laughs> look <laughs> um, and Mr. Ben Fletcher of Fletcher Pickups you are you are the people keeping the lights on the incredibly bright light this week as well um, so if you want to catch us online we are in Facebook. We've got a podcast group. It's the Fret Talk podcast group. And in there, many discussions happen that involve guitars and guitar-based nonsense and shenanigans. Um, as well as uh, you get the occasional um, teaser trailer for our, uh, our, our podcast episodes as well, which I've started doing, which are quite good fun. Um, if you want to catch me online, it is Budget Pedal Chap, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, uh, where you can pick up on the No Talk All Tone series, which last week had the Hello Sailor uh, Anchor Drive, which, spoilers, is amazing. And this week will be, in fact, actually, it will be three days ago when this podcast set. Because <laughs> that's how time works. Um, it is the Rowan Rowan L E F six o. I've got it. I've literally got it here somewhere. I'll, I'll, I'll read it. The L E F six o six fuzz, quote unquote fuzz. 
Um, and by by that name, you can probably uh, <laughs> extrapolate all of the all of the data that you need for how good that <laughs> fuzz is. <laughs> um, Excellent. Ollie Miles, you are on Instagram and Facebook, and most of your videos make it through. Uh, most of them, yeah. Is at Ollie Miles Music, is it? Uh, yeah, on Instagram, and that, to be fair, Instagram's the main place for it to be. So, there you go. Yeah, so, Ollie Miles Music on Instagram. I post every other day at the moment. So, and if you've got any ideas, please let me know. I'll, yeah, I'll as long as they aren't like classic '80s and and early '90s funk tunes. Yeah, yeah, and please don't ask me to like learn any like dream theater solos because I I can't do them. That's it. Yeah, I mean they are largely impossible. Um, can can, I, can you do me through the fire and the flames from start to finish, please, in a one minute video? Uh, on easy <laughs> on Guitar Hero three, yes. Bang in, yeah. I I'd tune in for that. Um, Matt, you are heel underscore Matt Q. At, I am. At most things. For my sins. That is Twitch, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah. Um, you're a bad booker. I am. Um, are you still doing the uh, the the virtual season? <laughs> yeah, we are. So, um, yeah, uh, one of our guys is a very creative creative lad who d- like has created. I think in the region of like 75 wrestlers, like they're all completely fictional and we now have our own fake universe with two shows a week. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a, a, a fake wrestling company um, that has been dubbed BB Dub because obviously if you shorten it to Bad Bookers Wrestling, it's BBW. So we are BB Dub. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we have wrestling shows uh, midweek and on a Sunday. Um, I say midweek because it changes fairly regularly and then on a Sunday uh, the main show or pay-per-view depending on like because um, it's it's properly like synced like an actual wrestling show would be um, and it's just a, a, a time to kind of avoid the horrendous time that is real wrestling at the moment um, things are actually calming down in real wrestling and uh, apart from the fact that they've all got the, the ongoing global Backstreet Boys tour um you know, they're, they're, they're no longer all in, like, mainstream media for being horrendous people anymore. So that's good. Mm. Woo, woo, woo. I mean, that's uh, that's nice to know. Yeah, so hopefully we might actually go back. In fact, I think one of the guys did, did a podcast because he had actually watched the wrestling, um, which I haven't done in a long time because I kind of, yeah, couldn't agree with what was going on at the time. But I think it's slowly getting back to a place where you can actually watch it and have morals. Um, which would be preferable because I quite like doing that podcast. Indeed, yeah, it's it's slightly preferable to fake <laughs> fake wrestling. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like the fake wrestling is great fun, and I think we'll keep that going anyway. But um, it'd be nice to actually talk about the real wrestling again, and you know, get back into it. Yeah, awesome. So that's us for this week. Um, it has been an absolute blast. Uh, I I I can't. State how much I love these, uh, these like little three three casts. I think these are absolute winners, and we've now got a, a shit dad joke to look forward to. So. Oh, <laughs> oh no, that's it. So from myself, Mister Budget Pedal Chop, from Mister Ollie Miles of Ollie Miles Music. Goodbye. From Mister Matt Quine. Hey, bye, Matt. Bye, Matt. Hey, ASMR. 
There you go. You get a, get a little bit. Um, and yeah, from myself, it will be a tatty bye and good night for this week. Ta-ra a bit. Bye. Ta-ra. can swallow two pieces of string when they come out the other end they'll be tied together I shit you not <laughs> <laughs>